All right, this is Bishop Bowser again, uh, Shafat Outreach Podcast, and this is Slow Motion with Bishop Bowser. And today I have with me Buddy Roots, also my son. <laughs> but um, today we're gonna, we want to talk about um, Kaepernick, right? We want to talk about him taking that knee and the effect of that. And one of the things that um, I'm pushing here and in, in, um, the narrative I want to frame today or the question I want to uh, discuss today is, should uh, Kaepernick have uh, taken that knee? Or another way of saying it is, it, it was a mistake for Kaepernick to take a knee. That's at least what I believe, that it was a mistake for Kaepernick to take the knee. Now, you all remember that when uh, Kaepernick, you know, uh, first was spotted sitting down um, on the, uh, uh, the national anthem when it was uh, sang, he was sitting, right? And he had done at least, I think, three or four times before they caught on and saw him sitting and it became a, a national story. But remember, before it became a national story, he was sitting down. And then there was a gentleman who um, actually, uh, a, a retired Army Green Beret, whose name was Nate Boyer, who um, wrote an open letter to Kaepernick telling him or, or not even tell him, asking, him, but just he felt that, you know, Kaepernick should take us to just stand, you know, doing the flag. And he was and he he, you know, talked about his white guilt and in a roundabout way, his white privilege that he had. So he possibly couldn't understand what um, Kaepernick was going through as a black man in America. But he had uh, this pride in this flag and, and been in the military. And since a young kid being in sport, always stood up for the national anthem and, and put his right hand uh, across his heart. And so he felt that, um, you know, Kaepernick would, would do that. And he was hoping that, you know, one day he would get back to doing that. So Kaepernick reached out to him. They had a discussion about it. And um, uh, uh, this uh, uh, Nate Boyer wanted him to stand for the flag during the national anthem. And uh, Kaepernick wanted to continue sitting. And so um, Nate Boyer actually uh, uh, believed that he found a compromise by saying, well, you know, uh, how about kneeling? That will still show respect and a sense of kneeling. We know that, you know, when you take a knee and when you kneel to something, it is a respectful and honor, honorable thing to do in taking a knee. But this was supposed to be a quiet, silent protest. And I believe, and I'm going to break, bring it down, uh, break it down for you in the sense of why the two reasons why I believe it was a mistake for uh, Kaepernick to, to agree to this compromise with Nate Boyer and begin to take a knee rather than keep sitting, right? Um, you know, when, it, when you talk about the national anthem and when you talk about um, standing and putting your right hand over your heart, it's all supposed to be about the military, right? The Star Spangled Banner and, you know, um, uh, honoring the police and honoring the fallen people in police and in military and so on. And this is the very thing that, you know, uh, law enforcement, this is the very thing that Kaepernick was protesting against. So he decided to take a knee instead of keep sitting. And um, therefore, I, I think that it, it took away the power of his protest and what he was trying to do, even though it became a national trend and everybody jumped on it uh, and saying, yeah, let him take a knee, lost his job and everything else because they said, you should stand, you should stand. But I think if he really, really, really wanted to make a point, he should have kept sitting and not compromise until um, justice was brought. Racial justice was brought to black people in regards to the criminal justice system and in regards to the police, police brutality 
And as Colin would talk about the bodies that were lying on the ground uh, from police brutality, he should have kept sitting because when you take a knee, you're still showing respect and honor for number one, a racist song uh, that a racist wrote who hold held slaves, you know, uh, during the, um, uh, the, the war uh, with the British. And uh, he, he, you know, this guy um, really, uh, was a racist well, and held slaves. And so why would you, and the song that was written, you, you know, uh, they, 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 the, the third part of the song actually was, um, has some things in there that said derogatory things about black people, right? And I'll read that to you with the song or the poem that he read that ended up becoming a, a, a song and the national anthem. And it says, where is that hand who so vauntingly swore that the havoc of war and the battle's confusion a home and a country would leave us no more. Their blood has washed out their full foul footsteps pollution. No refuse could save the hireling and slave from the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave. And the star spangled banner in triumph doth wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the brave. He wrote that and you got black people in slavery. And of course, they don't sing this part, but this was a part of the song. And not only was it a part of the, I should say, poem, uh, not only was it a part of the poem, but it was written by a person who held slaves, right? And so that's number one reason why he shouldn't even take a knee. You shouldn't show no respect or honor for this racist song. And then number two, the flag, when you talk about the American flag, the American flag does not represent freedom when you have an unjust system, right? You have systemic racism, you have structural racism, you have institutional racism, all through the land, and, and that flag represents that. And number, you know, number three, the flag is, 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 is idolatry, right? You know, we shouldn't, as uh, me as a believer, there ain't no way I'm going to uh, pledge my allegiance to a flag. My allegiance is to God, and that's why I, um, even before Kaepernick was doing this, I would never uh, uh, sing the song I play, or, or do the pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag and all that kind of stuff. But um, not out of uh, disrespect for our country or disrespect for the government because God did create governments. And um, that's why I'm a law abiding citizen showing respect for this country and its laws. But also I, when, when it doesn't conflict with God's laws, I should say that. And also I pay my taxes, you know? And so that's, that's how I honor the government and respect the government, but taking a knee or standing up for a flag while you sing a racist song is not a part of it. And so I think that it was a mistake. It was a mistake for Kaepernick to take a knee to listen to this soldier who actually wanted him to stand and doesn't understand anything about the black struggle. And he compromised with someone who, you know, has white privilege and who um, clearly has never faced the things that black people have faced. And yet he listened to this guy and took a knee. I think it was a mistake. He should not have done it. He should have kept sitting. And then that way he would not have been been um, recognizing the, this song or uh, if you want to say the flag, but really what the protest was about is like he said he could not keep doing this while this country, the flag and this country that it represents was continuing to oppress black people and black people are continuing to be oppressed today. Even when you talk about the, the things that are happening in our nation, many times they call in the military and federal governments and so on to oppress black people when black people are just trying to exercise their constitutional right. Some, sometimes it does get out of hand, but a lot of times I believe that black people are treated unfairly even when they want to peacefully protest. 
and we saw what happened in the 60s with Martin Luther King and so on. So there, this country has a history of not respecting the rights of the black man and, and black woman. And so um, uh, Kaepernick, my point is, Buddy Roots, is that he should not have taken a knee. He should have kept on sitting like he was doing and not compromise because sometimes compromise is wrong. And that's why I say, you know, what I was going to say is that uh, Kaepernick should not have taken a knee, right? Should have never taken a knee. But I changed it to it was a mistake for Kaepernick to take a knee. It was a mistake because he made a compromise, you know, after talking with someone and they convinced them to do something that was a mistake. It's okay to admit that you made a mistake and then, you know, back up from that and do what you were doing by taking a seat. Well, they're going to, they treating him like he was sitting down anyway. So he might as well do it. So what are your thoughts on that, uh, Buddy Roots? And, and before we get started, uh, Buddy Roots, you know, just tell us a little about, bit about yourself. And uh, I know you're, you're into music and things like that. Just share a little background with us before you get started. And then we can start talking about Kaepernick. Okay. Well, my name is Buddy Roots. Um, born and raised right here in San Diego, and uh, I'm a musician. I just uh, recently embarked on my own journey of, you know, starting up my own corporation and following my life dream of being a business owner. So that's exciting. And uh, the, uh, the idea with that is to kind of bring back real raw talent to people as far as music is concerned, because nowadays I feel like a lot of the music that's being put out is just kind of like copycat music or washed down, watered up music that's not really going to, it don't have no substance to it. So one thing I want to put the microscope on is musicians with talent and people that are actually out here grinding hard and they actually have a dream and a real passion for the music and stuff. So that's uh, that's that's what that is. But as far as my music's going, I got a couple albums that are done just waiting to, you know, waiting for everything to be right so I can kind of drop something on everybody. Um, the next album I got coming out, I got two albums that I know for sure that I'm going to drop. One album was called Seasons Change. That's an album that I worked on a few years ago, but I never really released it. And then my new album, Nobody's Heard, and the new album I've been working on called Root C. So that's me, just 100% me kind of getting back to my roots and different things with my music. Speak up. You speak up a little bit so we can oh, hear yeah. you. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. And then uh, as far as the Kaepernick situation goes, I feel like Kaepernick, uh, he compromised with that guy. Yeah, but then I also feel like when I saw him take the knee, my first initial uh, response to it was like, that's dumb. Why are you taking a knee? You know, like, what, what are you doing? You know, but then as I started looking at it more, you know, I had a conversation with one of my uh, friends from high school. We both played football together. He said, what would you do when, what, what, do, what do athletes do? Like, let's say somebody gets really injured on the field. What do both sides of the field do? I said, take a knee. He said, exactly, man down. That means it's a man down. You know, everybody has to show uh, attention and show respect to the situation. So then that's why I kind of feel like t taking a knee over sitting down because sitting down to me is like, okay, that's, that's cool, but, you know, it's kind of disrespectful in a sense. Like if you went to another country and somebody was there or you went to another country and they're singing a national anthem, you're not going to sit on the national anthem. You're at least going to stand. But as far as being an American and using his platform and using his his stance as an athlete to do something and taking a knee, I feel now was the right thing to do, because if you look at other people, like if you look at um, still talking. So go ahead and, and finish what you were saying, buddy Roots. OK, yeah, I was saying that, uh, 
you know, if you look at a lot of other, if you look at other times in history, right? If you look at like, um, you look at the time of the Great Depression, one of the major things that, uh, and it was more, I feel like it was more segregated and more racist back then on a broader scale than it is now. And if you look at musicians, like you look at a lot of the jazz musicians, and I use jazz because jazz is a is a big genre, especially back then during the Great Depression, jazz music was really blowing up. And what the artists did because of segregation and different things like that is they went and they stood on stage together, black artists and white artists. They all stood on stage together and they did songs together. When stu- doing stuff like that was unheard of. Or if you look at people like Mr. Rogers, and Mr. Rogers went and he had black people to come on his show and different things like that when he had his show. So I look at Kaepernick as kind of doing, kind of using his platform and his way, like Mr. Rogers, but he invited Nat King Cole onto his show. And then Ella Fitzgerald, she stood up on stage and sung with, uh, what's that guy's name? Who, wait a minute, who did that? Did what? Who, you said somebody invited somebody on the stage. Oh, uh, Ella Fitzgerald. She's mm-hmm. a jazz singer. She uh she stood on uh she stood on stage and sung with um it's a white jazz musician. Fly Me to the Moon uh was sung by Frank Sinatra and uh Ella Fitzgerald, she went on stage and she would do these duets with Frank Sinatra and that was their way of kind of letting the country know that it's kinda time to come together and letting people all around the world know that, you know, it's not about color. You know what I'm saying? And that music is the thing that we, we all have to come together and it brought people together. And there's a lot of racial tension and a lot of racial history within the history of jazz music. So that's why I like to use that because jazz music uh, it, it was a thing where, you know, the black musicians were all the ones kind of like with, with football or anything else. The black musicians were the ones with all the talent. And uh, the jazz was the way that the black musicians was kind of making a living because they didn't have an outlet. They, they couldn't go play big, fancy places because they were black. And because of segregation. So they say that they say that the word jazz comes from the jasmine perfumes at the brothels where the musicians used to go play because that was the only place that they can get work as black musicians. So that's where they got the term jazz from. But all of the musicians that were playing jazz music, they all basically came from the church. You know what I mean? So bringing those two things together and using the struggle of the black man and then them coming on stage and them saying, forget segregation, forget slavery, forget racism. We're going to come on this stage and we're all going to sing together. To me, that's the same thing as Kaepernick going and taking a knee and saying, you know, man down, you know, police brutality, that the people are getting hurt and, you know, people are getting brutalized by the police. And I, I understand because I've been a victim of police brutality myself. But, you know, I, at first I was against it. But now after I, I had a chance to kind of like think about it and heard some other opinions and then opinions from people in the military, I feel like taking a knee might have been a good thing to do. Yeah. But, you know, the way I look at it is when you talk about taking a knee, you're talking about you're still honoring the very thing you're supposed to be protesting against, you know, because the national anthem and um, uh, uh, the take the, uh, the, the standing and putting your hand across your heart. That all that is is uh, supposed to be in respect and honor of military and police, right? And those who have been lost, those lives that have been killed, right? So when you're taking a knee, you're still, in in a sense, acknowledging that brutality and honoring that brutality. When you honor that, you're honoring the brutality. You're honoring everything that comes with it. And so what Kaepernick is doing, based on, on taking a knee. He's still honoring the system that he's protesting against. And it don't make no sense to me 
Uh, if you're going to go through all this, you might as well do it right. But if he was set down, he wouldn't be acknowledging it all. And it would have been a, it would have been a silent protest. But um, I think, you know, by him taking that knee, that create, you know, um, you know, it, it did create a, 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 a lot of noise from the perspective that when when they first saw him, he was sitting. And now they were when they saw him taking a knee, you know, he explained why he was taking a knee. But the national attention got on him, not because he was taking a knee, but because he was sitting. So let me ask you this. And this is speculating, but I, I think it's an important conversation to have. Let's just say that uh, Kaepernick had the mindset that he have now as far as the difference between sitting and taking a knee. And let's just say he started this protest in taking a knee versus sitting down. Do you think anyone would have came and said anything to him about why you're taking a knee? Mm, yeah, I do. And explain. Because in, like in sports, especially in football, when somebody's hurt, that's when you take a knee. Mm -hmm. You take a knee when you're listening to someone. I, I think that they would have been like, why is he taking a knee? And thinking because at first him, him sitting down, I think might have tarnished his, uh, his taking the knee. Maybe because they already looked at it as a disrespectful thing mm -hmm. at first for him sitting down. But if he would have came off first taking a knee, I don't think anybody would have saw that as a disrespectful thing because he would have been able to explain it. And then they would have been like, oh, well, that's totally understandable. And it would have brought it would have brought light to him on a different type of way. But it looked like you went from bad to worse. Like you went from sitting down to we threatened you to take your job away from you. Now you're just going to take a knee. So you're being even more. He took a knee before they threatened to take his job from him. He took a knee. Right after he met with the military guy who opened um, the Nate, Nate um, Boyer, who wrote the open letter to Kaepernick, and they met. And after they met, they found a compromise where instead of sitting or standing, he would take a knee. And so I guess my issue is, is that I, I, I think that, you know, the reason why he caught national attention is because he sat. Then he compromised and started taking a knee, but that that didn't mean anything, right? Because they still looking at this guy who took a, who sat down and was protesting, right? And and so if he would have took a knee before he sat down, I don't even think this would be a national discussion right now. So if you're going to bring attention to something or protest, he should have sat and kept sitting because that's what caught the attention. The national attention was is when he was sitting down. It wasn't when he was taking a knee. It was when he was sitting down. And then after uh, everybody started talking about it, and, and this uh, Nate Boyer, who was a San Francisco fan and played football, little football himself and all that, he wrote an open letter to Colin, uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick, saying that, you know, um, uh, he was hoping that he would, you know, eventually start standing again, you know, that things would be settled where he can start standing for the flag again because that's what, uh, Boyer wanted him to do. Boyer wanted him to continue to stand. Even when he met, that's what he was pushing for. Honor the flag, right? And he said, at least take a knee then so that you won't be showing disrespect, you know, um, to the very people that he's protesting. Again, I don't know how um, I can understand doing it non-violently and peacefully because, we, we're, we're, you know, we're not, not, we're not violent or, or, or disruptive people from that perspective. But at the same time, if you're really trying to protest, if you're really trying to send a message across, then the sitting would have been the, the, the point to make, not the taking a knee. And you're right that once they saw him sit and that would capture the attention, then when he started taking a knee, they still saw him as they still saw it as a protest. 
and 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 because he wasn't standing right because that was a that's a whole take a stand because i'll give you an example with me right with me um my uh, the flag and all that my my viewpoint come from a religious point of view which i'm a believer uh what some people call a christian and um i personally didn't believe when I, I go to political meetings and city councils and all these different things. And the first thing they do in the morning when the meeting gear to start or whenever, when they get to start, they will pledge allegiance to the flag. And I don't believe in that. Right. Before religiously, my allegiance is to God and not to a flag. Yeah. That's what I was going to say as well. It's that's what I was going to say as well. It's like, you know, I, I mean, He's kind of like it's kind of like I think about the Nick Cannon situation. Like Nick Cannon had come off trying to be conscious, so that's why he's getting all this flack now because he's doing stuff that he shouldn't be doing, you know. Because me, I understand it because me as a young age, I never ever pledged to the flag, and they always looked at me in school like I was crazy. Even since like the third grade, I never ever pledged to the flag. And when the the they sung the national anthem, I never put my hand over my heart. Even in sports, even when I played football and I did things. I still had that stance my whole entire life. So if he would have maybe had that stance, I mean, I understand people, they grow and everything, but if you just listen to the words of the song I play, or the pledge, I pledge allegiance to the flag. Like if you know who you are and if you're a real person, if you're not like a, somebody that's just going to go for anything or just do something mm-hmm. just to get along, you won't have those problems. You know, if you're just real from the get go, if that's just who you are, then when people ask you why you're doing certain things, you don't have a problem. Continue to do what you're doing and without backtracking. Right. But I, I think here's where I'm coming from with with it is that, you know, when when um, before Kaepernick came on the scene and when they would pledge allegiance to the flag, you know, um, instead of making a scene, I would stand. Right. But I wouldn't put my hand over my heart and I wouldn't pledge allegiance or even at an anthem, anthem, I wouldn't put my hand on my heart and I wouldn't sing no song. Right. As you facing the flag or whatever you're doing. And um, I I I stood because I didn't want to make a scene you know, in the midst of everything. This was before the Kaepernick. So I wasn't there to make a protest. It was more like a, a, a spiritual conviction that I had that, you know, my allegiance is to God. But at the same time, it was a personal thing. It wasn't something that I wanted the world, wanted to protest to the world about, right? So something personal. So my thing was, I did not want to make a scene. So I would stand when they, when, when, when they would uh, say, everybody stand. But once they put the hand on heart and start pledging, I would just stand there still. But then when this thing happened with Kaepernick and they started saying, you got to stand for the flag. And, I, and when I realized that that was a part of it, I stopped standing and I started sitting if I was there. And what I try to do, because when it comes to that, because I'm not trying to protest, when it comes to that, I try to wait until that part is over with before I go in. And sometimes I forget and I get there early. And they said, well, everybody stand. I said, oh, man, here they go with this. And so now when I sit, I know people are probably thinking I'm sitting because of Kaepernick, right? But I was doing this before Kaepernick, but I was standing, but I wasn't sitting. But I was still not acknowledging or pledging allegiance to a flag because my allegiance is to God and not to a flag or anything else. It's, it's to God. I believe we can, the flag should represent the country. I have no issue with that. But when you when you start holding it as a sacred and a holy thing, it becomes an idol. And and that's the problem that we're having today is people are making it into an idol. It's just a flag. Right. Uh, and 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 those that want to do whatever they call the honor, then go ahead and do that. Those that don't don't want to. It's their constitutional right not to do that. And I think that that's, you know, um, 
where where my at least where, where our stand should be is that we should let people do what they need to do. But I think, you know, with what uh, uh, the Kaepernick, <laughs> Kaepernick added to this was is that he was saying that he's protesting, you know, because of uh, of what's happening to black people being killed by the police. And, you know, then he, he also talked about criminal justice system. Right. And because, you know, that all is tied together. And so when you look at that and him sitting versus uh, standing, I thought that was the right thing to do when I looked at everything. But but taking the knee to me, I just think it takes the sting out of what he's trying to do. It takes the uh, the impact out of what he's trying to do in a sense of sitting. And if he would have kept sitting, who knows what would have happened uh, by now. But, you know, you have this debate on both sides. Well, he's taking a knee. He's still he's not disrespecting nobody. But those that uh, you feel that he should be standing, put his hand over. Oh, you are disrespecting. You are disrespecting and so on. But uh, when you look at the, the conversation that him and the military guy had, uh, Tom Bo- uh, Nate Boyer, you would realize that, you know, um, it was a compromise and it wasn't what Colin or Kaepernick really wanted to do. And now he's compromised. He's done that. And he's still getting the same thing. Right. Because he first sat down. So that's why I'm saying he should not have compromised. He should have just kept sitting because that's what brought the national attention to him. And when he started taking a knee, it didn't change anything because I guarantee you that if he took a knee first, nobody would have really not recognized it. And even if they would have, they probably would have looked at it as an honorable thing. Oh, you know, he's taking a knee because he's recognizing the fallen people who died you know, through police brutality and so on. And it would really, really wouldn't be a big thing and so on. And, and, and I guess it or it would it, it may have been a, a big thing, but it wouldn't have been uh, it wouldn't have been how it was because he first sat it would have been more of a thing where more people would have probably been more willing to jump on board and like in a more of a, a watered down vanilla type way, you know, just real soft type without bringing a full like real attention. Like, you know how they do like they try to they try to grab a movement to kind of like hijack it and to move it towards their movement without really actually dealing with the real issue. Right. You know what I mean? And if it, you're right, if he would have just kept sitting down, maybe it, that would have been the right thing. And, and uh, you know, I don't know Kaepernick myself, but I, I think that, you know, he compromised because he's soft. And what I mean by he's soft is that he's not this hardcore or militant black person that's uh, caring, fighting for black people. I mean, yes, he's donating money, doing a lot of things now. And you got the money. You should do that. But, you know, if he was really down with it, he would not have compromised. Right. He compromised. He compromised. And and uh, the system has not compromised. They still brutalizing black people that's why you have all the protests going on now and now people are trying to validate or see he should have took the new that's why we take a knee no that's what you should have kept should have kept, kept sitting, sitting down. down yeah you know yeah, yeah. you should have like kept the, don't jump on the trend you know what i mean don't just because he's doing that do it now right, right. you know but and, and but uh, i understand i feel you but I'm, I'm just saying from the point of view like as an i'm just saying from an athlete from, from the point of view that he's an athlete and that you know he has the kids watching him and he's on TV and he's doing different things. You're right. What you're saying, he should have stayed sitting down because that would have showed a lot of resilience. That would have showed like he has a foundation. He knows who he is. But then on the flip side of that, I feel like maybe he should have took a knee first instead of switching back and going back and forth because taking a knee is something that they do in football. That's specifically why I feel like that's, that would have made a, a good impact 
And the way I, the reason I say that is if he would have, like, if he would have said, hey, I'm not going to be standing. I don't know if he was, yeah, he must have been standing for the national anthem before. But if he would have been like, hey, I'm not standing for the national anthem no more. And this is why. And I'm going to start doing it from now on until I see change. And I'm calling for everybody to join me until we see change. Something like that would have been maybe a little bit better. But he got, like you said, he got kind of talked into doing something else. But, but but here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. I mean, and 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 I don't, I don't want to belabor the issue, but the the issue that I have is that he's taking a knee, which is still honoring, respecting a racist, brutal system that has been perpetuated uh, in this country against black people, right? And so that taking that knee, that, see, it's not what you do; it's why you're doing it. And he's doing it to show respect for the flag or for the national anthem and for the military and I guess police, too, because they are including it by taking a knee, taking a knee. If he would have kept sitting, he, uh, it would have been different. But the reason why he decided to take a knee is to show respect for them. And so when you're so so it's not uh, if, if he would have at the beginning just took a knee, took a knee and said, I'm taking a knee for the fallen brothers who have been brutalized by the police, and I'm not going to sing this song or put my stand and put my hand be, uh, uh, across my heart until there's justice for black people, right? And, of course, they had color, people of color, too. And so if you would have said that, then it might have had uh, the, the same or maybe you know, a, a, a little lesser effect but kind of get the same results. But that's not why he's taking a knee. He's not taking a knee for the fallen brothers who were killed by the police. He took a knee as a compromise to not standing and not sitting to respect the military. Yeah, that makes me, that makes me think of something else, though, now that you was talking and saying that, because it's like, okay, the system is racist, police brutality is bad, but what about this racist song and this racist flag? Like, why not saying nothing about change that as well, right? Thank you, and I'm glad you brought that up because that was one of the things that most definitely was on my heart when we were uh, thinking about doing this podcast is that now that they're tearing down all these statues and confederacy uh, uh, leaders and all that kind of stuff, why aren't they talking about, and I know some people mentioned about getting a new flag and, and different things like that, but why are they not talking about the, 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 whether it's the NFL, the sports league, and say, hey, we're no longer going to sing this song and we're no longer going to have people to stand and take, put their hand across their heart. If you're really taking this stuff serious, they're not taking it serious. And I can guarantee you, give it a cup. They're already getting bold. They just yesterday had a motorcycle ride uh, uh, to, to show respect for the police, right? And in the midst of everything that we're protesting. So they get more and more bolder uh, uh, because when this George Floyd first got killed, you know, a lot of even police officers were saying, yeah, we got to change and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, as the time goes on, they get back right back to the same boldness again. Right. And then you start having this opposition. They started making it seem like they were changing laws, but they reached for the low hanging fruit. Right. They look for things that you can easily change versus those difficult things that will really bring real systemic changes in how our community police and how black people are treated in the community by police and even going into the prison system. And so we know that. Folks are getting bolder and bolder, and now it's getting ready to change. But if they're really serious, then, yeah, address that flag. Address that national anthem. Say, we're taking this song out. We're not going to. I mean, what in the world? You're singing a song that goes way, way, way back to a racist, a person who held slaves himself, and we don't know what he might have been raping them, beating them. We don't know what he's been doing to them, and so on. And then they're 
protesting against all these other slavery things and taking down statues and everything, we'll take down the national anthem, take down the, the Star Spangled Banner and, and, and so on. And, and yes, start looking at that flag, you know, uh, uh, whatever you're going to do. I don't care what flag they make uh, or put up there. I'm not going to sing no Pledge of Allegiance to any flag. I don't care where it's at because my allegiance is to God. But at the same time, uh, when you look at it from a secular and a worldly point of view, uh, that is a good point. You know, they need to start looking at these. If they're looking at racism, looking at racist systems and symbols, then this is one. That song is most definitely one. And, and, and that flag is most definitely another. They're probably not going to get rid of the flag, but they can most definitely, at least within these events, get rid of the song and the flag. I think that um, the flag is the most racist thing. If you look at it, when I was first, when I had short hair, I never dealt with stuff the way I deal with it now mm -hmm. and the way that how racism is on these racist holidays like Memorial Day and the 4th of July. Racist people use that flag and they use them colors to oppress other people and that kind of stuff is not right. They need to change that because of the culture that's behind it. You know, even with the, um, the, the, the other rebel flag that they just banned, the Confederate flag, mm -hmm. it's kind of, they're, they're both the same colors and it's the same meaning behind everything. They just put 50 stars and got the stars and the stripes and different things, but it's kind of like the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just more watered down and vanilla, so we'll receive it better, but it's the same thing. But mental slavery is a choice. So as you was talking, I was, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, yeah, you know, if he was really trying to make a change, if he really had a problem with something, he should have maybe had a problem with the song that they was trying to force him to stand to and bring attention to that and to bring attention to the racist flag. And mm -hmm. then that, all of that would coincide with the police brutality and the messed up system because all of this stuff dates back to the, the you know, all of this, the, <laughs> the, the national anthem and the flag and the culture of America. Yeah. So, yeah. So thank you. So, about you know, yes, um, uh, Kaepernick made a mistake. This is my position. Kaepernick made a mistake by taking a knee versus sitting. He should have kept sitting and kept sitting and kept sitting because, you know, the system ain't going to never change. So he'd have been sitting for a while. Um, and that's his right, you know, and it's his right to take a knee. I just think taking a knee was the wrong kind of compromise because you're still honoring the system that you're protesting against. He didn't take a knee for the fallen brothers. He didn't take a knee for, or I should say, uh, for black people that are brutalized and killed by black people. I mean, by police. He didn't take a knee for that. He took a knee out of respect for the military. And some say also for the police, because when, you, when you're doing it, it's to honor the fallen uh, people, the fallen uh, military folks and the fallen police officers. That's what uh, that anthem and standing and putting your hand across your um, heart for. I believe they said the government was giving these, um, uh, the NFL and the others millions of dollars, right, to do some of these things that they were um, teamed up to do. So it's, it's so it's, it's really, you know, when you think about it, it's really all tied in together. And so when you look at that knee, that knee, even though people got upset because he wasn't standing. And which we understand what he was doing. And because I do, I realize that I, I my thing is, as I really look at it, especially from my own experience, is that he should have sat. Right. Because I, I stood. But I stood not to bring attention. And I didn't realize that by standing, you were still honoring that. And that's not what I wanted to do. So when I heard all this debate with Kaepernick, I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to stand no more. I'm going to sit. Because I wasn't singing the song. I wasn't putting my hand excuse me, across my heart. But I was standing because I didn't want to make a scene. 
because it wasn't a protest. It was just out of my personal convictions and belief about the, 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 the Pledge of Allegiance and the flag. So you have any closing, any other closing remarks, anything you want to say before we close out here? Yeah, I want to say that, uh, you know, coming into this, maybe I thought that Kaepernick did the right thing by taking a knee and uh, not sitting. But now, after having this discussion, I just feel more now he should have been sitting in the first place. And if he would have known himself, he would have never had none of these issues. <laughs> Amen. If I'm glad I got you to see my point of view. <laughs> But uh, okay, but uh, uh, we thank you all for listening. This is uh, Bishop Bowser. This is Slow Motion with Bishop Bowser, Shafat Outreach uh, Podcast. You can also find us at www.corneliusbowser-gangs.com. Uh, come check us out. And so we thank you for listening to this podcast. Share it with folks. Um, uh, follow us on our our at Podbean so that you can continue to get our new episodes. And we'll be coming at you very soon with another new episode on slow motion with Bishop Bowser. Just want to slow this thing down a little bit and talk about Kaepernick and what it really meant to take a knee. And my conclusion is it was a mistake for Colin Kaepernick to take a knee. He should have kept sitting and he would have really been protesting. But he compromised because he's soft. All right. God bless you. And uh, you'll hear from us real soon again. God bless.